Ralph Nader has announced that he is running for president for the fourth time. Nader's 2000 presidential campaign is widely believed to have cost Al Gore the White House, although Nader himself vigorously disagrees. Here's John Carroll's take. Now that he's launched his fourth presidential campaign, Ralph Nader has officially become a senior member of the venerable Club Quixote. The club's chief windmill tilter is Harold Stassen, who was elected governor of Minnesota in 1938 at the age of 31 and went on to run for president a jaw-dropping nine times. Stassen is a longtime punchline to political observers of a certain age, but he's largely unknown otherwise. Perhaps that's because, in nine tries, he never actually became the GOP presidential nominee. First runner-up to Stassen in the White House wannabe sweepstakes is Norman Thomas, who represented the Socialist Party in every presidential election between 1928 and 1948. That's six presidential campaigns for all of you keeping score at home. Thomas was following in the footsteps of the great Eugene Debs, the Socialist Party icon who ran for president five times, 1900, 1904, 1908, 1912, and 1920, the latter campaign conducted from inside an Atlanta prison. Regardless, Debs had dibs on almost a million votes. And right behind Debs is Nader, who got 0.7% of the popular vote in the 1996 presidential race and 2.7% in 2000, the year he became the Grinch who stole the White House from Al Gore. Here's Nader at a 2000 press conference talking about the spoiler issue. How am I going to feel Wednesday morning if I wake up? Who says I'm going to sleep? Uh, and see, uh, George Bush is the next president of the United States because I tipped six states in his favor. Uh, I would say to myself that uh, Al Gore tipped many more than six states in, uh, in George W. Bush's favor. Uh, Al Gore should win this uh, election against the bumbling governor from Texas in this terrible record. Only Al Gore can really beat Al Gore. Actually, it took the U.S. Supreme Court to beat Al Gore, but why get technical about it? Nader ran again in 2004, but earned a paltry 0.3% of the popular vote. Undaunted, two months ago, he announced his latest presidential quest on NBC's Meet the Press. One feels an obligation, Tim, to try to open the doorways, to try to get better ballot access, to respect dissent in America in terms of third parties and, and independent candidates, to recognize historically the great issues have come in our history against slavery, women's rights to vote, and worker, and farmer, progressives through little parties that never ran, won any national election. Dissent is the mother of assent. And in that context, I have decided to run for president. This is the same Ralph Nader who was instrumental in establishing motor vehicle safety laws, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Occupational Health and Safety Administration, and the Freedom of Information Act, among many other governmental reforms. Unfortunately, Nader is also Exhibit A in the Law of Diminishing Returns. His serial candidacies for president have always been about providing an alternative to the lesser of two evils. Now, the lesser of two evils might be for Ralph Nader to choose not to run for president after all. John Carroll is a mass communication professor at Boston University and a correspondent for WGBH-TV's Beat the Press. What's your take? You can email John Carroll at john underscore carroll two R's and two L's, at WGBH.org. Or hear more of John Carroll's take online at WGBH.org slash John Carroll.